Good morning. It is Monday, November the 2nd. I am Ben O'Leary here for Marcus today, once again to have a look at a very big week ahead with you all. But before we get into that, a quick look at the market, and we are up two points or 0.04%, which is nowhere near the 52-point rise that futures were suggesting. Financials, healthcare, and tech are the worst performers, though there is nothing too drastic there, while real estate and utilities are the best sectors this morning. But really, we are just treading water today with election week upon us and all eyes pointing firmly towards the US vote count, which begins on Wednesday morning our time. There are reports this morning that Trump plans to declare a premature victory if he appears to be ahead on election night, but it's really likely that we won't have a victor for some days after the count, as it's delayed by the counting of postal votes, which can be received for days after the actual election date, depending on what state you're in. The latest polls show Biden with a slight lead in most of the battleground states, and he is holding firm in the betting markets at around $1.50. Betfair, which is the world's largest betting exchange has seen a whopping $473 million worth of bets matched on the outcome already. That doesn't really help you predict the outcome, but it certainly shows that people are willing to bet on anything. Outside of the election this week, we have an RBA meeting on Tuesday. Opinions are split, but it does seem unlikely that we'll see any further interest rate cuts as the economy reopens and we receive GDP upgrades while most of the world is getting downgraded. Even if we do, a move from 0.25% to 0.1% is not going to make a whole lot of difference anyway. As one ANZ strategist said last week, the RBA's official rates are irrelevant now as money is already free. However, the combination of the election and the RBA meeting could spell volatility for the Aussie dollar, which is currently trading around 70.28 US cents, and one CBA strategist is expecting the dollar may see a brief rise if the RBA choose to lower rates and announce that it will purchase longer dated bonds, as they expect they will, but will then be at the whims of the US dollar as the election plays out. They also noted that the Aussie dollar lost 4 cents in the days after the last election in 2016. Over in the US, there is a two-day FOMC meeting which will be kicking off while they're counting the votes on Wednesday. There isn't expected to be any changes to interest rates there, but some experts are suggesting they may adjust their bond buying plans to try and stimulate some growth rather than just stabilize the market functioning. Looking back locally, we've got some results from banks this week. Westpac this morning announced a full-year cash profit of $2.608 billion, which is 62% or $4.247 billion down from last year's number and shy of the $2.65 billion expected. The bank announced it will pay a $0.31 cent final dividend, which is 61.3% down on last year's number and labeled the financial result disappointing. The stock is down around 1.3% in early trade. Following on from Westpac, we have NAB rounding out the majors with their results on Thursday, though there shouldn't be too many surprises there after they pre-reported a couple of weeks ago, and Macquarie Group will be looking for a strong finish to the week when they report on Friday. Outside of those bank results, it is a fairly quiet week in the corporate world locally. CSR had results this morning and they are trading about 2.3% higher after announcing a 15% fall in net profit and an interim dividend cut from $0.10 cents to $0.85, cents, but they retain their $0.04 cents special dividend that they delivered last year. On Wednesday, we have some first quarter sales numbers from Woolies and an AGM from Domino's. Thursday sees AGMs from Coles, Treasury Wines, Ansel, Down EDI, Flight Center, NIB, Credit Corp and ING. And Friday has AGMs from James Hardy, Spark New Zealand and Chorus, as well as first quarter updates from both REA Group and News Corp. Bank of Queensland on Wednesday is the only notable company going X this week, but there are a couple of others on the X dividend calendar, which you can of course find on the website. On the economic front, 
there are a few bits of local data this week. Out today, we have home loans, building permits, job ads, and the AIG manufacturing index. Tomorrow, we have that RBA interest rate decision, which of course joins the Melbourne Cup public holiday down here in Victoria. Wednesday sees retail sales, as well as the market services PMI and the AI group construction index. Thursday, we have the balance of trade and rounding out the week, we have AI Group Services Index and the RBA Statement of Monetary Policy on Friday. Over in the US, the election is dominating the week, but there are still plenty of the usual economic drops and you can find that full list in the strategy section. Outside of that, they also have that FOMC meeting Wednesday and Thursday and non-farm payrolls on Friday, which always get the attention of the market. Not a lot happening in China with just the manufacturing PMI number out today and a service PMI number out on Wednesday, while Japan also has a manufacturing PMI out today, the BOJ monetary policy meeting minutes on Wednesday, and the services PMI out on Thursday. Europe has a pretty quiet week too, again with manufacturing PMI numbers out tonight, services PMI and a PPI number on Wednesday and retail sales on Thursday, while the UK has similar PMI number releases as well as the Bank of England interest rate decision on Thursday and the Halifax house price index on Friday. We have a couple of technical observations in the strategy section today. It is yet another day with the only RSI buy signal coming from the ASX 200 inverse index. We've got that chart up there on the website and there are 30 sell signals on the ASX 200 today. Full list is in the strategy section and I've chucked a few charts of some of the more interesting ones up there too. Finally, for those of you who want to catch every bit of Marcus Today Media this week, you can find Marcus and Henry sharing the duties as usual on ABC Radio 774 in Melbourne each morning at 10.25am. Marcus will be on with his strategy piece in the newsletter and accompanying podcast each day around midday. Tom will have his next buy, hold, sell out on Wednesday. Chris has his chart chat webinar on Thursday at 1pm, so make sure you don't miss that and book in early. And he will also be on Ausbiz at 930 a.m. on Friday. Henry will be on Ausbiz on Thursday and back with another Ask an Analyst session on Friday afternoon, followed by yet another On the Couch podcast out on Saturday morning for a little bit of weekend listening. So that's all from me. Looks like it's going to be a very interesting week. Catch you next Monday. (laughs) 